How's it going, everybody? Adrian here for The Gaming Observer for Friday, November the 27th. We're gonna close out your week here with some news. There's not a lot of it, but what can you do? Uh, before we jump in, I will say uh, Black Friday is just in full swing right now. So if you have a favorite store where you go to purchase your video games, go check it out. Especially for those of you on PC, the deals are usually better. And pretty much, like I said, pretty much everyone is running them. So if you also want to compare games based on the sale that it's having, uh, go to isthereanydeal.com. That's for PC. And it'll tell you how much a game is across all of the different stores. Steam, Humble Bundle, Epic Game Store, Xbox, Nintendo, PlayStation, they're all doing stuff. Go get your cheap games. Anyway, let's jump in here. Uh, the first story today comes from the game publisher Nicholas, who have actually run into some scrutiny today for issuing DMCA takedowns against a number of fan-made projects related to the game Cave Story. Now, normally this wouldn't cause an issue. They are the copyright owners of Cave Story. However, the original Cave Story was a freeware title that was given away totally free in 2004. And then Nicholas went on to create updated ports of the game, like Cave Story Plus and Cave Story 3D. Those were not freeware games. Now, the key takedown that they've made, the DMCA that they've sent, is against something called Cave Story Engine 2, CSE 2, which allowed people to make their own versions of the original Cave Story. People would use it to add mods or make technical improvements for the most part. And it was a way for that original game to live on outside of Nicholas publishing their own games. So Nicholas took down CSE2, and they claim that it stole source code from their protected copyright of Cave Story Plus. The developers of CSE2 say that it is not coming anything from Cave Story Plus, it is only from the original freeware release. Hanging above this whole situation, though, is a, a more moral aspect, because CSE2 was used in part as a way to avoid supporting Nicholas. The studio has had allegations of racism and abuse within the company, and not only that, but many people see Cave Story as something to be preserved. There are even a number of industry professionals that are supporting people to only play the original free release now that this has happened. And I'm going to read you a tweet here because it helped me understand why this was so important. This is from Rami Ismail, quote, Cave Story is one of the most important games ever made, and I will 100% recommend you do not buy it. Download the freeware original, then buy Kiro Blasters to support the actual developer of the game instead of these ugly shenanigans. He then explains why the game is so important, and then he says, quote, For anyone to play dirty like this with that game or its legacy just feels like a disrespect to everything it meant and everything it helped make happen through its existence. End quote. So there you go. There's a, there's a PSA, I guess. If you want to play Cave Story, just play the free version. So with only one month to go until they release Cyberpunk, CD Projekt is still going very strong. So for their third quarter of the financial year, they reported $28 million in revenue, which is up 13% year over year. And most of that revenue is thanks to The Witcher 3 and its expansions, uh, now five years old, that game, with help from Gwent and Thronebreaker. Of course, next quarter is going to contain the faded December 10th release date of Cyberpunk 2077. That's obviously going to be a huge boost for them financially. More importantly, though, if it can have the same legs that The Witcher does in terms of financial stability, then they're going to be in a good spot, especially if they ever do some kind of, I don't know, Witcher 3 Enhanced Edition or something in five years. They've got a strong portfolio. Anyway, hopefully Cyberpunk lives up to the hype. I hope you're excited. And that's about it in terms of news, actually. However, before I take us away, I did want to give us a little mailbag segment, or I should say mailbag prompt. So here it is. Here's my question for you. 
How do you choose the game that you're going to play? There's a lot of different ways that you could answer this question. You could think about the mood that you're in or the money that you have available to you, whether or not you like to have one game going at once or multiple games, how much time you have to play games, how this has changed over time. Seriously, feel free to take this prompt in any way you want. But answer the question, how do you choose what video game to play? There's so many options out there. How do you nail it down to just one or a few? Leave your answers in the mailbag channel of the Discord server, and I will read out some of the answers here on the show this upcoming weekend. My friends, thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back this weekend with some special shows, back with the news on Monday. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hey, hey, TGO After Show. I'm going to mention this when the mailbag show actually happens, but we're actually going to use that prompt as the basis for a whole show for TGO Radio, which is the long-form content that Kato and I do every single week. So you're going to be submitting those answers not just for this show, but also for TGO Radio. We're going to use them as uh, possible prompts that we can bounce off of. Okay, yesterday I told you that... uh, I told you about DMC5, right? Devil May Cry 5. As a result of me... Scrolling through the Xbox Game Pass. I guess in a way this is kind of me somewhat answering the the mailbag prompt as well, but with with the Game Pass I am spoiled for choice. I see the the list of games in front of me and I get paralysis. How do I choose just one? So I kind of forced myself to just choose a few that I know people have been talking about so that I can, you know, experience them. So DMC5 was one of them. However, I had a history with DMC5, right? I really actually liked the Ninja Theory DMC. That's my only experience with the game, so I thought, okay, let's do one from the mainline franchise. But there's another game that I decided to start playing, and it's called Spiritfarer. I've heard a lot of people talking about this game in the past, and it's also been nominated for the Best Indie Award at the Game Awards. And I gotta tell you, like, I played it for the first 20 minutes, and I instantly understood why so many people have been talking about it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of the game that it reminds me of. Hold on, let me, let me do some googling here. Yeah, it gives me, like, some Stardew Valley vibes. Some Animal Crossing vibes, I guess. The core concept is that you take over uh, Charon as the as the person who brings spirits from one world to the next. And you have a boat, right? You, that's Charon and his boat. And, you know, I've only just played an hour of it or something like that, so I don't really know how it plays out. But it's got this core loop of, like, relaxing vibes, taking care of the people who are on your boat by growing and cooking food giving them specific foods that they like and, you know, giving them hugs so that they feel better. It's very, it's a very cozy game, you know, and has tons of charm. They, they have you going to a whole bunch of different locations and they're all designed really well. It's got a, it's got like this hand-drawn art aesthetic. The, the art style reminds me of, uh, oh shoot, what's the name of the game? Okay, I honestly can't remember, but if you look at the art style for Spiritfarer, you're gonna understand. It's, it's like hand-drawn and the, the, the characters are animals. Or at least one of your, like, the first friend that you get in the game is a, like, a deer. Anyway, I'm really excited to keep playing the game. You should definitely check it out if you're into this style of game. It's very relaxing. And, uh, there you have it, folks. That's the week of news. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. As I said, I'll be back this weekend with some shows, but back with the news on Monday. And I hope you're doing extremely well, okay? So, until next time, farewell.